Good day, welcome to Partakers and to our series, Aha! Heroes and Heretics Abound. Together we are looking at the story of the Church from its origins through to the Age of Reasoning in the 18th century. Last time we looked at two of the giants of the Reformation, Ulrich Zwingli and John Calvin, as well as the growing persecution of the Protestants, those who had embraced the Reformation. We are now in England in the early 16th century. However, Protestantism had commenced earlier in the 14th century as we know, with John Wycliffe, who we look back at in episode 22. Wycliffe was the morning star of the English Reformation, who had a great desire to ensure that the Bible was made available to everybody in their own language, instead of Latin. So a strong evangelical protest movement started with Wycliffe. However, in the late 1520s, King Henry VIII, as head of the Roman Catholic Church in England, broke away from the church in Rome. He broke away because he wanted a divorce from Catherine of Aragon, which Pope Clement VII refused to accept. Earlier that decade, in the year 1521, Clement VII had recognised Henry as the defender of the faith for his writings against Martin Luther. Pope Clement VII was known for his intolerance of Protestantism and Reformation, and his main method of evangelization was through coercion and force, if necessary. In the year 1531, King Henry prevented the English clergy from dealing with Rome under an act of Parliament, labelling this as treason. In the year 1534, King Henry was made the supreme head of the Church of England by Parliament, by decree of Parliament. However, King Henry remained Roman Catholic in practice and in doctrine. In the year 1532, he made Thomas Cranmer the Archbishop of Canterbury, the clerical head of the Church of England. Reformation in England, however, continued unabated. Thomas Cranmer was a reformer, and he was helped by many of the reformers driven from Europe by the Roman Catholic attacks on the Protestants. William Tyndale translated the New Testament into English, and this made a significant impact. Edward VI became the king at the age of ten and ruled for six years. He was well trained by Cranmer. He allowed religious freedom, and he published with the help of Cranmer the first and second prayer books. Protestantism and Reformation was fast gaining ground in England. However, there was a change back coming. Mary Tudor, Queen Bloody Mary, in the years 1553 to 1558 when she was on the throne, was a fanatical Roman Catholic and set out to re-establish the Roman Catholic Church in England. She put to death many bishops, including Thomas Cranmer. She married Charles V from Spain to bring all Christendom under Spanish power. In the year 1554, she resubmitted England to papal authority. Reformation was now taking a back step. However, Queen Elizabeth, who reigned from 1559 to 1603, 
was the daughter of King Henry VIII's second wife, Anne Boleyn, and she was not recognised by the Pope. She was not in full agreement with the reforming Protestants, but she did maintain Protestant leanings. And Queen Elizabeth I influenced preparation of the 39 Articles of Communion, largely prepared by Cranmer, which were less reformed as a result. In the year 1559, she became governor of the Church of England. She defeated the Spanish Armada with the help of Sir Francis Drake, who were attacking in order to bring England back under Spanish and Roman Catholic control. This strengthened the Protestant cause in England. The main issue in the 14th to 16th centuries, as we have seen, was the Gospel. The Gospel which declares that none but Christ saves. That is, the Gospel is good news for all of humanity, that nobody can earn their salvation, but rather salvation is a free gift from God for all those who choose to receive it. This is a far cry from the excesses of church dogma to date, and was much closer to the teachings of Jesus Christ in the early church. That's it for this time. Next time in our series AHA, we will look at the church in the 17th century, continuing the reformation of theology and Christian practice. Come back to Partakers, where every day there is something new to encourage your walk as a Christian in the 21st century. Thank you.